Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. J-E-F-F, Jeff. J-E-F-F, Jeff. J-E-F-F, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff Stein is our natural national presidential expert. Noted author, you can find his books over at Next Chapter Books, totallyiowa.com, the Iowa Politics Report, and the Iowa Business Report come to us from KXEL in Cedar Falls, Waterloo, where he is currently stationed right now. Hi, Jeff. It's a karaoke favorite, isn't it? It is. is, It's it's a, I can do that one. (laughs) I can do that one. I'm wondering, by the way, in listening intently to the commercials during the most recent break. Yes. Would laughing gas be possible for guests of your radio program? We need if it. I, I mean, for, for goodness sakes, man. <laughs> this was my point. If if uh, if if the uh, good dentist is willing to broaden the scope of how the laughing gas is administered, sign me up. Oh yeah, it's uh, Dennis Hopper and, <laughs> and Blue Velvet. Great. Yeah, that's what we want. That's the world we want to get into. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Could it be worse than where we're at right? Well, it's let's face it. It's it's Matt's doom and gloom two hour fest. So you know it's it's always it's always just a delight. Uh, but you've got a piggly wiggly t shirt on. I got this is the one I got when I got yours, man. Where's yours? That oh, well, yeah. I told you, my wife took it because it was it was too cool for me. Uh, but that's how I recognized what you were wearing. Very nice. I I should mention because Iowa, uh, in especially at least with the Republicans, is is still a for one of the first states there that they they focus on. Um, mm-hmm. That you are going to be you, you basically get to have your own little private love fest with the Republican candidates, right? Not just Republican candidates. Oh, We've okay. got Bobby Kennedy uh, tentative for for June. <laughs> okay, so what do you want me to do? There are three Democrats who are running. They've been invited. <laughs> if you can get the president to come in, I'm going to sit down with him. Well, well I, have, I don't do know. Want? I don't know if he will. I mean, will I mean, will you if the Democratic president if they will he make a tri- he'll make a trip at some point? But imagine he's you know the considering how many people in Iowa are probably upset with him because that I was no longer on, on the front on the DFL uh, the Democrat side. That mm-hmm. I imagine it's it's not it's going to be a little bit persona non grata. But you see, I am Switzerland, and so therefore, everyone is welcome at my table. Right. That we okay, we should probably explain what what we're gabbing about we're doing a project it's called iowa talking points and it's broader than just the political candidates but it's going to be a cross-platform live video stream video on demand audio on demand radio program print uh whatever they invent tomorrow uh and uh, iowatalkingpoints.com is the website where you can uh, get information live audience matt we're bringing in a live audience and uh, we'll have candidates as they come through. We'll also do uh, panel programs on uh, uh, topics because I had too much spare time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, dude, man. I mean, seriously, what are you doing, man? You just get, calm down. Okay, you win. You win, Jeff. You can stop. Uh, <laughs> will you have pudding cups for uh, DeSantis when he comes by? <laughs> that would, I, can I? Can I? I'll pay you a hundred bucks to go get some <laughs> Jello ask- pudding cups and just put them right in front of him. <laughs> Did you start the conversation? Well, perhaps instead of offering him a glass of water, I'll just say a snack, Governor. <laughs> what would you? What Where's was, the spoon? The oh, that's right. Of, what's the over under of Elon Musk doing that tonight during Twitter Spaces? I mean, I, I you know it's 
It's interesting. I th- is Elon Musk trying to position himself as a VP candidate for him? Well, I think what he's doing well, is uh, saying anybody who will come and give some level of legitimacy to my platform is welcome. And, and I, by the way, I don't think he could be because he was born in South Africa, right? I believe he was. Uh, sure. I, maybe. I sure. think he was. I don't think he, he, he could actually be uh, a president or vice president. Um, so, I mean, it's it, it, we all knew this was coming. I mean, well, sure. and, and, and we here talked numerous times that you probably want to sit this one out, Ron, but apparently he doesn't listen to the show and take our advice. Ron DeSantis now is officially in the GOP campaign. I, I'm sorry. And I know this. Is, we, I just joked about this. I do not see how he overcomes the pudding thing. Hey, the boots, the, the boots during the storm <laughs> were one thing. But, yeah. you know, you know, look what Howard Dean. Remember Howard Dean had that speech and he goes on out there and go, and, and, and that ended him. That ended him. The, the, you know, Trump is already making that a focal point of his attacks is the two fingered pudding eat. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think the reality is, is that that's weird. It's not Reagan liking jelly beans weird. That's just weird, weird. And, and, and so it's, it's kind of one of those things where I just don't, I just don't think he's got a chance because the longer he's in this thing with Trump, especially the more his, his, his inadequacies and weirdness kind of get exposed. Even without the pudding situation, (laughs) the DeSantis rollout has been hideous this year. Right. I mean, he, he wins reelection as governor of Florida massive win he's term limited which means four years and out why in the blazes do you run at this time and don't give me this i'm 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 here to save america there is nothing there's no path because i don't think the constituency of trump without the drama which is what he's going on I don't think there's a constituency for that. Mm -hmm. I just don't. And here's the thing that, that is interesting. Trump has been tearing into him for months. He welcomed graciously Nikki Haley to the race. When she got in, he welcomed Tim Scott into the race this week while taking a shot at DeSantis. The more people get in, the better it is for Trump. Because look mad at the numbers right now, Trump by the polls, and this is for Republican uh, primary caucus voters. He has more than everybody else combined. Mm. The more people get into the race, the worse it is for DeSantis. DeSantis wants one-on-one. Yeah. Trump is not going to do any of these debates. He's not going to put himself on the stage with DeSantis. He's going to let everybody else kind of fight it out, and then they'll all wake up in March and see that he's already clinched the nomination. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. I, there was an editorial, and, and I, I'm sh- I should have, I, I don't have it with me. It just all of a sudden dawned on me. But I, I read this week in, in regards to that there was a, it was a conservative who just sort of said, DeSantis don't run for this reason, is that ever since Nixon, the Republicans have adopted the policy is that you do not hold Republicans accountable. And he pointed to, to DeSantos up in New York. Mm-hmm. He's like, you just, that is against, that was a mistake. They feel as there's too many people in the party that feel like holding Nixon accountable was a mistake and henceforth you rally the troops and you basically support him even if they're horrible trump has to win 
this election for him to basically try to avoid legal, you know, court time, jail time, um, you know, you know, penalties, fees, all this stuff to basically make all these legal problems go away. He has to win and he's going to be campaigning while he is showing up in court. So it, it, the the idea is this, is that there's no point in running because as long as the, the original Pied Piper is out there with the, the MAGA crowd, no one else is going to break that. And Trump is not about to bow out of this because it's the only way he's got to at least stave off the investigations for four more years. And, and that's an astute point. And here's the problem. The Trump phenomenon is so unique. There's no pattern. And so you've got these other folks getting in and, you know, great respect for Nikki Haley and Tim Scott for getting, okay, fine. Asa great. Hutchinson. We should mention Asa Hutchinson too. Well, I mean, there's a whole, I mean, yeah. I, you know, Asa Hutchinson and Vivek Ramaswamy and Perry Johnson and perhaps Mike Pence and okay. You know, the, the cast of thousands to get into the race. Why are they getting into the race? I'm convinced that Haley and Scott, separately are in the race for one reason to be the heir apparent it either means to be trump's vice president this time and take over in four years or to position themselves when the party goes down in flames with trump and they're not a part of it i mean that's that's my my guess as to why they are there good point a lot of them i mean the conventional wisdom says well what if trump stumbles i want to be ready because i always go back matt to 1992 it was hard to get top-level Democrats to run for president because George H.W. Bush was this tremendously popular wartime president. And by the time the economy cratered, all of a sudden, those big Democrats that said they were sitting it out and waiting for 96 saw themselves looking at William Jefferson Clinton because he ran figuring could be an opening, could be a spot. So I think some of these people are running thinking, well, if Trump stumbles, there won't be time to get in. I mean, that's why Youngkin is re-examining the race for God knows what reason. <laughs> that's why the mayor of Miami is talking about getting in. Uh, it's it, it, there's, there's this sense of, I want to be there when the big guy falls. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's and- a fine line to walk because normally the big guy would be out. This big guy isn't leaving. Well, and, and it makes a very good point. And it also, DeSantis is in trouble that way. He's going to try to out-maga Trump, and that's not going to work. He's already trying to do it with the culture war stuff. And, right. and, and you're right. It does give Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, these other people, that one argument, well, hey, guys, before he lost again in 2024, if he does lose in 2024, and before all of a sudden the documents case comes down and he's in real big trouble with that, they can say, "Hey, I was trying to run against him. You know, I was I was not on board. I was actually trying to unseat him uh, as, as the, the front runner." So you know, it does give them a nice little argument point later on when you know the house of cards that Trump is resting on right now collapses. Well, and it gives them a good point now by saying next generation. Yep. Right. I mean, these are individuals in their forties and fifties. Next, next generation up, because again. There's no appetite for a Trump-Biden rematch. And that's within each party, really. We, we've seen this movie. You know, we're ready to move along. And if it is a forward-looking plan for the country, then you move on to new people, you know? And, and, and I think that's the, 
that's the argument. And and Haley can separate herself from the the worst of the Trump administration because she left early. Scott wasn't part of it. Pompeo did not get in this year, Matt, for what reason? Well, it's not my year, not my time. <laughs> right, because you were right there. Yep. And so you lose the advantage with the other the other people. The, the going back to DeSantis, you and I have followed presidential campaigns for a lot of time. You announce your campaign. What's the, one of the first things you start doing? You start trying to put forward moderate policies, maybe not all of them, but one or two that you can hang your hat on that we change this and it, it appeals to independents, moderate Democrats. See, we <laughs> did this. We right. are not seeing that with DeSantis. He seems to be doubling down and tripling down on how extreme he possibly can get. And it, it, what's interesting is the idea is I just, I mean, it's going to be a point where when's the, you know, the primaries, you know, it will probably be over. Say, say DeSantis for some reason does win. And, mm -hmm. you know, it pulls it off. And it's like April, May of next year. He's still out there doing this red meat, all of this extremist far, you know, right. Kill Disney, kill Target, do all these things, kill Bud Light. He's doing mm -hmm. all that. He doesn't have a window. I mean, how in the world do you even try to turn that around to say, hey, remember when I was crazy yesterday? I'm better. And you know, it's just it's, it's not something that you're going to be. He's, he's just not going to be able to pivot away from that. And yeah, he's not going to win if he's, you know, Johnny Florida extremist. Well, here's his problem. He thought that by saying, look what I did in Florida, I'll do this for the nation. That yeah. was going to resonate. Okay. Well, A, it's not going to resonate in blue states. B, his record isn't that much different than a lot of governors in red states. And so when he's going around and saying, here's the Florida model, and I've said this before, people in Iowa, for example, go, yeah, we opened our schools before you. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? You know, hold my beer. You know, it's, it's uh, he's believed his own press clippings. And his rollout so far, pudding notwithstanding, sorry if you just took a drink and now you're going to spit. The pudding situation, you mean. <laughs> That's what got me. <laughs> The, you know, the pudding situation as it's now being termed on the radio. That notwithstanding, it's not been a good rollout. And I cannot imagine that sitting down with Elon Musk with a moderator. This is not Musk talking to DeSantis. It's Musk and DeSantis together with a moderator you know, it, it, it seems worse than the little dog and pony show I'm going to do on Friday for crying out. Well, he, you might as well go get that guy in Romania that's been locked up. I mean, it's, you know, you're not exactly getting the, 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 the mass appeal for sure. And it goes back to something that you and I talked about months ago. Could someone from Florida actually win a national election? And I don't think they can. I don't because it Florida is the running joke and it's it's. It's not like you brought up Clinton, you know, Clinton, Arkansas, not exactly, you know, kind of, uh, I'm not saying it's a, you know, a, a beloved state in the nation, but it's not a, you know, it's not a derided one per se. And so it was, you know, it, it didn't have a negative connotation like Florida does. And I, and I still think that that's going to be an interesting argument. Let's take a break right now. And when we come on back, I wanted to spend the rest of the time talking about, am I misjudging McCarthy here? Because... 
I don't think I am. I don't think I am. But I, I do think that there is, maybe I have missed something, so I'm going to ask you about that. 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. Uh, Jeff, we are hearing from Florida. They, they say, oh, DeSantis is pretty disliked in his own state. So it's it's not exactly, oh, yeah, he, here's, he's, he's got issues. Here's, well, here's the new one. He is no longer going to hold a kickoff event in his hometown. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they have announced that he was originally going to be in his hometown of Dunedin. That's near Tampa Bay. Okay. And they've all of a sudden canceled appearances for the candidate to be in his hometown. I don't what I don't know what to make of that. Um, what do you make of this? Apparently, um, Republicans are going to come to the House floor shortly and cut members loose tomorrow for the one week Memorial Day recess, but have them on 24 hour notice to be recalled for the debt ceiling bill. This is going well. Uh, okay, so I want to bring up McCarthy here. Now, first of all, yeah. I, 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 there's no way in the planet that Biden's going to undo two years of his uh, his legislative accomplishments sure. for this. It's just that's not going to happen. It, they, they, the Republicans clearly, because the far right was driving it, bit way too much of the taco here. And so that's where they're, they're stuck with this. Um, could, is Biden willing to make some minor concessions? Sure. And the fact that all of a sudden now he's talking much more about the 14th Amendment leads me to believe he's probably going to go that route. But needless to say, maybe what I'm missing here is a nuance that I am not willing to give Kevin McCarthy because he seemed like a buffoon for a long time here. And that is he knowingly went into these discussions with that unattainable laundry list of stupidity from the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Lauren Borberts and the Matt Getzes and realizing there's no way in the planet that Biden's going to go along with this, but was putting out so much stuff, hopefully he'll get one or two major concessions and then turn towards the moderate Democrats and say, hey, I'm about to lose 40 votes. If you guys gave me 40 votes, we get this thing done. We can send it to the Senate and we're done. I, I don't think, and, and once again, that does bring up the, the the fact that the Republicans can basically call for his removal at any point, but then he could, I don't know if the moderate Democrats would help him out on that case, but needless to say, maybe there is something else going on here. Do you think Kevin McCarthy has already kind of looked at moderate Democrats and said, hey, here's the deal. I'm willing to throw the far right of the party to the side to get this done if we can get one or two concessions. And if you're willing to do it, we can get it done. If Joe Biden says he's behind a plan, there will be enough Democrats to pass it, period. Okay. And I mean, you've got Hakeem Jeffries now saying, I'm not involved with the negotiations today, but why don't we just freeze spending at the 2022 level and move on? Now, I assume we're talking about the reconciliation bill and, and, and all of that, um, that it it's movement that he hasn't made before Biden by merely negotiating is taking a step back. So this is how McCarthy will play it. Look, they said, by gosh, there's no negotiations. We negotiated. We're getting back the COVID money. We're doing, you know, here's three little things. I got them to negotiate. Whoop-de-doo. And here are these things. That's how it's going to get done. That's the only way that it's going to get done. And if Biden signs off, that clears it for the Democrats and independents in the Senate. There's 51 if everybody shows up. 
You only need nine Republicans. Mitch McConnell's got that many friends. And you get cloture and, and it gets done. So it all is down to two people on the continent, Kevin McCarthy and Joe Biden, agreeing on the same thing. And it gets done messier in the House. But that's going to be McCarthy's play. Hey, look, I got spending concessions. We said we wouldn't increase without... And he's going to claim victory. Well, but, and you know as well as I do. Well, first of all, I think, you know, I'm not so sure completely omitting Chuck Schumer from this entire process is a good idea because you still got the filibuster problem in the Senate. Now, that that's a sign. We'll have to get, we'll get to that hurdle eventually down the track. Yeah, but sure. uh, you, you, you know as well as I do that Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're not going to take, I mean, they want some major clawbacks. And they're just not going to take this. I mean, these people, they just believe their own press. And so I, I just do not know how McCarthy, I understand what you're saying. That's mm-hmm. how things used to work. You know, sure, I'll make you a concession. Yeah, the Republicans got put in charge of the House. We'll, we'll give you a little bit of concession, but that's just that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, the Republican, the, the far-right Republican, the MAGA crowd in that, in, that, in that caucus wants basically everything from the last two years before they took office undone. And I don't think you're going to be able to sell it to them unless it's a good portion of that. And that's just not going to happen. Well, okay, so don't. So leave 15 or 20 of them behind. Because if Biden calls Hakeem Jeffries and says, I'm on board, you you tell me you can't get 10% of the Democrats to sign on to get it over the hurdle? I mean, if McCarthy loses 20 can't you get 20 from the Democrats with Biden putting his thumb on the scale? Well, Do- Dean Phillips, the rep up here, the Democratic rep, he's already said, oh, I'm willing to help out the Republicans. So, yeah, no, it's, it, you have to be a well, It's not helping the Republicans. At that point, you're helping your president, right? I mean, if you're uh, Democrat Matt McNeil, representative of the 198th district of uh, the, the great state of Minnesota, the president of your party says... I should have said representative of the 950th district. Yeah, Thank you. there you go. Okay. Uh, if the president of your party says, I need your support on this, what oh. are you supposed to do? Of course you're going to vote for it once he says it's okay to do it. At that point, it becomes the president taking some some claim for snatching this uh uh, default away from the Republicans who were hell-bent to do it on their own. Well, I think the two things. One, Dean Phillips actually told Biden shouldn't run again, so I don't think he's going to be there. There's there's not like a buddy-buddy right, buddy there. there. There's And then the other thing is that I, no, I think you are helping the Republicans because the Republicans passed these bills. I mean, this budget was cratered by the Trump tax handout. The the but the Republicans passed clean debt ceilings for years, no problem. This is just this is dog and pony show. And at the end of the day, I still think the Republicans will come running, screaming with a we saw it, we passed a bill that's clean, just put, get it done so we don't default. Mm-hmm. I, I think you are I think you are bailing out the Republicans if if you say hey, even we'll make some concessions because the reality is is this is this is just stupid. The Fourteenth Amendment, you think it would work? No, 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 I really don't. Do you want to be the um, judge that overturns it though? Well, what the 14th Amendment, I know the music's playing, it basically says you have to service the debt. It has, you just have to pay it from other things. And and so I don't think it helps as much as some people think. It's a very nuanced uh, assertion to make. I don't think a judge wants to be the person that rules and watches the economy crater 20 seconds later. So uh, Jeff Stein, the Iowa Politics Report, will post that later. Hour two is coming up next. Bye, Jeff.